Welcome back to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. I'm your host as always, Tanner Dimling. Big news today coming out of the PLL. The league is expanding to seven teams in 2020. This following the inaugural season where six teams competed, adding a seventh in 2020. There will be an expansion draft in February, where teams will have um, the ability to protect players, um, just like they did in the have done in the NLL with their expansion, and just like we've also seen with the NHL and their expansion when they added Vegas a few years ago. Same exact system. Um, how many players each team will be able to protect, and all of those. Um, Little details will be announced at a later date, but as of right now, there will be an expansion draft. Also, this will be after that February draft. There will be an incoming players draft. I believe this will be after that February draft. Uh, By the way, it was told to me. There will be a new players draft. So, basically, players coming... From the MLL to the PLL, uh, maybe a few guys who have played in the NLL and haven't played um, in the f- pro field in a while are not on an MLL roster come over as well. So new players coming over this offseason from elsewhere, um, MLL, or whatever. Free agents, that kind of thing. Also, the college draft will be in April, around the same time it was last season. Archer's Lacrosse Club has the first overall pick in the 2020 draft after winning the first overall pick bracket, taking down Atlas in that game uh, where they battled out for the first overall pick. In the 2020 draft. Now with expansion comes some issues that pop up. Um, and that will be addressed. And and the league will have uh, multiple announcements this offseason on how things will work from here on out. In terms of scheduling, uh, the playoff scenario, and everything like that. And to be honest, the playoff scenario is made for eight teams. When when you look at what the what the playoff is like, it looks like it's made for eight teams. In terms of the double elimination um for at least the one team for the first overall draft pick bracket, you know, it, it appears to me that it's made for eight teams. Um I expect them to beat eight teams in t- at least 2022, <clears throat> maybe 2021. But as of right now, we're at seven teams, or we'll be at seven teams next season. So when you look at the the, the playoff bracket, if, if they don't change it, there will be a team that misses the playoffs altogether. Um, just like this year, the you know, Chrome and Atlas went into the 
first overall draft pick bracket. Atlas won that first game. They went to the game to play for the first overall pick. Chrome went to the elimination round where they played Archers, who lost in the first round of the championship bracket. And then lost to Redwoods in that elimination game to go into there, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. It, it, it was very confusing for those who didn't. If you don't have a bracket sitting in front of you, it was very confusing. And, you know, with all those movements and everything, it it, it looked like it was meant for more than six teams. And, and I, th- I think they they kind of said that is... You know, this isn't for now, this is for the future uh, type thing. And you see that similarly to the NLL with their new um, playoff structure and everything like that. They've said before, like, this is not for right now. Like, this is is for when we add more teams, Um, which they're adding two new teams this year. And you have divisions now, or three divisions now, uh, opposed to two. And the NLL. Now, in terms of scheduling with the PLL, you will have to... um, Those seven teams. And what they did last year was three games in a weekend. Two on one day, one on the other day. Friday, Saturday. Saturday, Sunday. That will have to change. Either there will be each team getting a bye week or there will be one team each week having a double header. And <clears throat> what I can see the most is the double header because with the league still being a traveling league, I, I believe eventually they will settle down, um, maybe in three to five years. I believe they will settle down and have teams in cities. But right now, as the traveling model, Having back-to-backs is probably more set up for that rather than when you see in the NBA, NHL, you see it in the NLL as well. You're traveling, you know, you can travel across the continent, across the country for a back-to-back game. That's very taxing on players. I think the traveling model is set up very nicely for this because they could have a one-team play a game on Friday, and then have that same team play another game on Saturday or Sunday. Now, I believe what I what, what I would like to see mostly is a f- Friday, Sunday type thing. Now, with seven teams, there will be one team that has has to play two games in two days, as opposed to two and three. So, Saturday, Sunday could work as well. Friday, Saturday could work as well. But we are going to have to see some kind of back-to-back games happen. So, when you look at that, either way, there's going to be one team that is tired 
no matter how they do it. But overall, the league is growing. Seven teams in the league this year. Great news, very exciting news. They will announce the name and all of that stuff at a later date, as previously mentioned. Now, as far as the um, the expansion draft and all that goes, I can see them doing, um, you know, uh, protecting ten players. So that would be three defense, uh, three attack, three midfield, and one goalie. Now, um, where the issue comes up is like, so when you look at the NLL, what they've done is you can protect, I think it's nine runners, um, or six runners, so something like that. You can protect, I think it's ten guys, I believe, um, that you can protect, not nine or ten guys, you can protect in the NLL, one goalie, uh, there's a limit on how many offensive guys, and, uh, you can protect as many defensive guys as you want, <clears throat> uh, but I think there's a, a, there's a limit on how many offensive guys you can protect. So, what's going to be interesting with the PLL is the field game, very much different. You know, it's still lacrosse, but different in how uh, things are set up. So, what will be interesting is if they allow, you know, protect an LSM, protect an SSDM, and protect a face-off guy. If they just say you can protect three attack, three midfield, three defense, one goalie, that's ten guys. Would you see a team? And I, I can't imagine they would do that. But if if that happens, you would likely see only two midfielders protected and a faceoff guy. And then maybe an LSM in in um, in place of a defenseman. You know, I can see the one goalie totally can see that. But when you look at the field players in the field, not in the goal, that's going to be something to look at as to what they do there. Um. So the expansion draft and everything that goes with that, all those little details, again, will be coming out later. But just something interesting to think about is how many guys will these teams be able to protect? 10, 11, 12, 13? Because, you know, when you look at a starting lineup, there's 10 guys. But really, there's about 13 starters um, that you could say are starting guys because they're the number one at their position. Face-off guys sometimes. And, you know, when you look at high school or college, there's a lot of times where the face-off guy is not listed as a starter. But that midfielder that comes off for him is listed as a starter. It's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing works out 
and there's a lot of little details that have to uh, have to be hammered out before this thing can work smoothly. And you know, I, I'm sure they got everything worked out, and it's going to go very, very smoothly. Looking at what the um, no, again, looking at what the NLL has done, it's worked very well for them. Um, the expansion draft last year. You know, San Diego had a very good year. Philadelphia has a very good team as well. Uh, didn't have a good year last year, but expect them to be much better in 2019-2020. It's going to be interesting to see how all of this works out um, and if this expansion can be as, as effective. Now, also, um, with the new players coming over, that'll be another interesting thing to see... Um, how many rounds, and also how many rounds of this expansion draft as well? Because if you just have one team, do you just have get them let them get ten guys, or do you have 11, 11 rounds, or twelve rounds, or thirteen rounds, where they get to pick thirteen guys? How many guys can they get off of each team? I know in the NLL they've done they cap you at two, which I think is a great number. So I can I can see that happening. Again, a lot of lot of details that need to be worked out. With this new players draft as well. How many rounds, how many guys? I mean that will all that will all depend on how many guys there are, but you know, how many guys will come over is essentially what will determine this, but when you look at the rosters now Practice players and all that that you've seen, and the losses weren't exactly. Losses are never in any sport, you no know, set in stone, a hundred percent. Usually have trades and everything like that in the NBA, NFL, everything. But in the PLO, you know, traveling league, and what the thing was was like, I believe it was like five weeks on the practice roster, and you were went to the player pool. Um, if you were five weeks inactive on on your team as a, a in, I thought that was kind of weird, but. It does work with the traveling thing. Because you saw Alex Reddy. Um, he started with Chaos. Played his last game with Chrome. And then won a championship with Whip Snakes. Played on three different teams in one year. And literally like less than, what, five weeks? Like that's actually pretty, pretty insane there. So um, things like that. How those rules will work with... With everything, uh, with expansion, with players coming in, but overall, again, exciting time for the PLL. Exciting time for the sport of lacrosse in general. I truly believe we're living in a uh, another golden age of the game in terms of expansion at the professional level and and uh, the whole thing with the Olympics and. International lacrosse growing at a rate that it's never have that it never has before. Exciting time of the game. The PLL is, in fact, another part of it. Looking forward to seeing what the team name, logo, all of that stuff is, and how they hammer out all of these details involving expansion, new players coming over. Guys, I think we're in for. Well, I know we're in for a very exciting pro field lacrosse.
off season. Hopefully, not as salty as last year. That is all for the Crossbuck podcast today. Again, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out at lacrossebucket.com on social media at lacrossebucket. My personal at Tanner underscore Dimling. Crossbucket.com where it's always lacrosse season.